Yo, what's up, fellas? Welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast. The last week, well, the last week of regular season football, at least. Game's going on right now. We're recording a little bit later in the week. But, uh, Nikki, it's a sad week, man. It's a sad week. It's always a sad one when that last week of the regular season comes by because there's uh, not a lot of football coming up after this. No, we're, uh, I mean, this extra week of football is definitely nice, uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we're pushing towards the end and, uh, hopefully the XFL gets kicking around soon. I wouldn't mind doing, yeah. uh, getting to watch that. I wonder if there's an XFL fantasy football app. I think, I think um, there, I think there probably is, or there's gotta be at least some ooh. sort of spring league. Like it's, uh, I don't yeah. know if I, I can't go that long without football. It's, uh, you're, yeah, yeah we were blessed this extra week, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. A lot, a lot of time to fill on Sundays though. Yeah, yeah. What are we gonna do, dude? We're gonna have to watch hockey, like, right? I know what we're gonna right. Do. Uh, just be more disappointed by the Leafs yet again. I guess it's almost that time of the year. So, um, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good games this week. A lot of playoff implications coming up this week. Uh, I mean, yeah. right now the fucking Broncos are beating the Chiefs. So weeks off to a weird yeah. start already. I mean, Drew Locke, fucking four rushes, 35 two yards, and two teddies. I mean, what is going on? Yeah. Melvin Gordon just absolutely shredding that Chiefs front. Um, I have to think the Chiefs probably aren't super in this one, as they've already obviously secured that playoff spot. Um, but hey, nice way for the Broncos to go out if they do end up uh, winning this one. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you saw it on the second. I don't know if you were watching how much of the game you watched, but on that second Drew Locke rushing touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was Sorensen or if it was Tyron Matthew, one of those two. Uh, they like could have put a hit on him at the goal line, maybe caused a fumble, uh, but they kind of just let up and let him through. Um, just, I guess it's sort of like I, I was thinking about this earlier, actually, before we started recording. Um, I guess it's sort of the equivalent to these college football guys opting out of bowl games when they know they're going to get drafted, right? It's like for these guys, like yeah, sure, the convenience of like, oh, if we win this, we can have a higher seed, maybe get an extra home game. Um, but it's the same thing, kind of the college football guys opting out to not get hurt because they know they're getting drafted. Uh, but you still kind of want to win. I mean, 12 and five looks a lot better than 11 and six, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, that home playoff seating is, is a huge part of things, but you'd have to think as yeah. well at the back of their mind, they're thinking we're going on their Super Bowl one right now. Why add, you know, an extra hit, an extra five hits to your fucking body, right? When you've already gone through enough of this, yeah. especially with the extra game. It's just more wear and tear for them, and realistically, they don't give a shit about the regular season. It's playoffs or nothing really for them. Well, Super Bowl or nothing really for a team like the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they are still hunting. They're still hunting for that uh, top AFC seed, right? Uh, Titans are eleven and five. Um, so basically, it's just between them and the Titans for the most part here. Um, but the Titans, I think the Titans control their own destiny. If they win, it's it's theirs. Um, so Who it's, the uh, I don't know, this, if I'm the Chiefs. The Titans have this week? Is it the Colts? Or? The Titans play the Texans. the Texans. Okay, so yeah, that should be, I mean, should be a win. Unfortunately, it looks like but Derrick I mean, Henry was, isn't going to come back. I think there was some buzz that he might come back, but he wasn't activated in time. So it looks like he'll be back for the playoffs, though. Which, I mean, uh, with that team with him, I mean, that's going to give any team a run for their money, including the Chiefs. I'm actually, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see because he obviously is just, you know, a completely different animal. And if they can get him back for the playoffs, I would not be surprised to see them make a run to the AFC title game again. Absolutely. That guy, yeah, he's a different animal and the same beast. Uh, he's a monster. No guys want to tackle him. 
Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that he's well rested. I mean, obviously he's coming off that foot injury, which isn't great. Uh, but I guess you can say he's well rested. His yep. body's not really beat up other than that foot that he's recovering from. Um, so that's a scary guy to have running at you after you've been uh, uh, punching guys punching guys in the mouth all season and now you have to deal with that. So exactly. that's, uh, that's tough. Exactly. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, we've got a lot of good games this week. I mean, later on we've got the uh, Cowboys and Eagles, which is always always a good time, always a good game. I'm quite excited for that one. Obviously, Cowboys have already locked up the playoff spot. Eagles still fighting a little bit. I mean, they're, you know, obviously their season probably didn't go. Um, actually, you know what? I, I think it probably, honestly, I don't think the Eagles were really even expecting to do anything this year, to be fair. And they're sitting yeah. at 9-7. and seven. Um, I mean, hey, they can if they win tonight, that's a double-digit win season. There's nothing, you know, nothing to be ashamed about with, with regards to that. I mean, that's any team. If you, you know, if you told any team at the start of the year, yeah, you get 10 wins this year. I mean, they'll yeah. take that any day of the week. Absolutely, and I believe I saw earlier during this game that uh, Dak Prescott's going to play, I don't know how much, uh, and Jalen Hurts is going to be very, very limited snaps. Yeah. Um, so he's basically not going to play. Uh, I did have a bet in. I had a three, three-leg three parlay, Chiefs money line, Cowboys money line, and over 43. Uh, but I think I'm just going to wait for the Chiefs to squeak this one out, and I'm going to cash out. Uh, because if we have backup quarterbacks going in, yeah. I'll trust 43 points. Yeah. Um, I still think the Cowboys win this game, uh, but I don't trust that over a 43. So I, um, I just kind of want the Chiefs to just squeak this one out and I can cash out and ride. The it. thing is, I'm not sure why Jalen Hurts is going to be on limited, um, like a pitch count, because they're in a playoff spot right now. They currently occupy the seventh playoff spot, and a win essentially well, it guarantees them a playoff spot. So to me, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit confused as to why they'd have Hurts on a pitch count because this is really like they need to win this game because New Orleans is only a game behind them and New Orleans plays the Falcons. So if New Orleans wins, um, or actually, no, sorry, I don't think the Eagles have already. Wow, we're we're looking really dumb. The Eagles have already they've already locked up a playoff spot apparently. Yeah. Okay, so exactly that that right. must that so, must okay. So they've already locked one up. Okay, so that's why because they were already so it's San Francisco. If San Francisco needs to beat the Rams and have and have New Orleans lose to the um, the Falcons, then okay. Yeah, I mean we're looking at some pretty good playoff matchups. I mean if we look at uh, as of right now, if we look at the AFC Chiefs and Chargers, yeah. like a divisional playoff yeah. game, love that. Bills and Patriots, amazing. Another, another divisional playoff game. Bengals and Colts, that game will be unreal. Uh, Rams and Eagles, that's uh, that's decent. Bucks, 49ers, and Cowboys, Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys play the Cardinals twice in three weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, we can talk about your boys in that uh, game. I didn't really watch too much of it, but uh, yeah. not the results. Not, not what we needed to do. I mean, to be fair, we'd already locked up the playoff spot, so realistically. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we didn't didn't play well. I mean, you know, Dak looked again. Not not the best. We had no rushing game at all. Both Zeke and Tony Pollard just could not get it done at all. Unfortunately, we lose Michael Gallup for the year, torn ACL. That doesn't help either way. Um, but yeah, I mean, this just wasn't the performance that we needed, obviously, against a very good Cardinals team that has something to prove after, you know, a couple kind of shock losses. Um, and yeah. Kyler, Kyler played really well. He got to hand it to him. I mean, he was, you know, a threat in the air on the ground. And their defense kind of stepped up. So, yeah, definitely not the result we needed. And then, you know, my Dolphins obviously just got absolutely smacked by the Titans. So, not the result we needed there either. They're officially out of the playoffs. So, you know, that seven-game uh, win streak kind of comes crashing down on us. But, hey, 
I'm still, you know, if, if we win this week, it's a nine, eight season. And I'll take that in the second year of a massive rebuild. Not upset about that. Yeah. At all. I mean, I wasn't expecting to make the playoffs this year anyways. So, um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough when you spot seven losses to start your yeah, season. You're, right? you're basically, um, I mean, they did their best yeah. to kind of dig themselves out of that hole, but they were already 10 feet underground, you know, by the midway point of the season. And they just kind of, you know, the Titans put that final like patch of dirt back on to us and the back under. So, yeah. I mean, I'm still just so amazed at the Titans where they are without Derrick Henry this year. I mean, I'm like genuinely shocked, but I like, yeah. I don't know if I look at the, like, I almost wonder if it's just sort of this big old mess that is the AFC now. Like, yeah. they're just AFC teams are all over the place. They're beating teams they sh- they shouldn't beat. They're losing the teams they should easily kill. Like, I just don't know what's going on, and I wonder if that's just sort of a product of that that they're still kind of sitting up top. Um, well, it's been a it's been a it's definitely been a weird year, but I think the Titans benefit from having a really solid defense and a quarterback that you know Ryan Tannehill's never been a guy to take risks. He's never been a guy that's going to push the ball down the field. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna run the play action. He's gonna hand the ball off. They run a really safe offense, right? So even without Henry, I mean, they've got fucking Deontay Foreman in there, who's probably the closest running back to De- to Derrick Henry that in the league. I mean, the guy's an absolute truck. It's basically you know, he's obviously not as good, but I mean, he's an absolutely massive guy. He's based. He's run for over a hundred yards in two of his last three games. I mean, he's scoring touchdowns at a good clip. Like they've been able to kind of plug and play enough to the point where you know they're able to keep, to keep rolling. They obviously, you know, they've got, you know, obviously missing Julio Jones. That hurts them. But A.J. Brown's probably one of the better receivers in the entire league. And like I said, their defense is really solid. Their special teams is good. So they're an all-around good team. Obviously, Derrick Henry elevates them to a point where they can contend for titles. Without him, I don't think they can. Um, But, you know, they're just a solid team. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't take a lot of penalties. They're just an all-around solid, well-coached team. And I'm a big fan of Mike Vrabel as well. And I think, you know, he kind of has it enabled them to you know keep going when they lost you know Henry like you know you know yeah absolutely I, like I'm I mean I'm not a big Mike Vrabel fan just because of the Ravens Titans rivalry uh, but you know what I have to say he's done a really good job uh, for a younger coach to come in there uh, and and kind of turn around that organization I guess you can say uh, with obviously the help of Ryan Tannehill and obviously you have a monster like Derrick Henry in your backfield uh, but yeah I mean they've they've had an awesome season. Uh, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think if Derrick Henry doesn't come back and isn't really a hundred percent, um, I don't think that they're going to put themselves in Super Bowl category there with them. No, that, you know, not at all. Not at all. Um, and another team that's not going to be putting themselves in the Super Bowl category is your Baltimore Ravens who had an oh, absolute, yeah. I was watching that game. It was on red zone. The end of that game. I mean, that's an absolute backbreaker. They should have won that game. The fact they let OBJ get so, you know, that's just, that's tough. That's tough to take. They yeah. should have, yeah, there's really nothing else to say other than they should have won that game. I mean, Tyler Huntley didn't play, you know, super well. He played all right, but um, you guys needed that game in order to, you know, have a chance to sneak in, I think. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just, it's really the injuries. It's the injuries coming back. Um, I mean, a lot of guys have stepped up and played really well. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just those injuries coming back to haunt us. I mean, yeah. no Marcus Peters, no Marlon Humphrey. All your running backs are gone. Basically, no Lamar Jackson. Um, just like every injury you can think yes. of. That offensive line is awful. Terrible. Uh, we talked about this last week on the pod. Like, number one concern, if I'm Eric DaCosta, like, that offensive line needs work. Um, and it needs work ASAP. Like, ASAP yep. rock. Yep. So, um, I mean... Yeah, just tough game overall. I mean, to hang in there with the Rams and, and keep it that close with the guys that we had out there. Uh, love to see it. Love the heart from the boys. But, uh, 
yeah, we're we're praying on a miracle this week. Uh, yeah, we have to win. Uh, we need the Dolphins to lose. We need the Texans to lose. I don't know, so a bunch of a bunch of shit to happen. Uh, basically, we needed to you need a hail mary snow. Yeah, yeah we need to snow gumdrops yeah. or some shit like that just to get in here. So, yeah, uh, yeah, not super optimistic. Uh, no Lamar this week. Tyler Huntley back there again. Uh, but yeah, Big Ben's uh, final game as a Steeler. Not yeah, that I hope they just. Yeah, uh, I hope they. I I hate the Steelers so much. I hope they break his leg to be honest, <laughs> um, and send him off that way. But uh, yeah. yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'd love to send him off with a loss, though. Yeah, that, that would be, be my, that would be uh, great. Even if you don't make the playoffs, sending him off at his final yeah. game as a loss would probably be a pretty good yeah. uh, consolation prize for Ravens fans. Absolutely, that's that's basically the next best thing to a playoff uh, yeah. playoff victory. But uh, yeah, so a lot, I mean, hey, a lot of good games, a lot of very, um, you know, very big games this week. I think what we need, to, I think yeah. something we got to bring up is Antonio Brown. What a week! Yeah, I was just about to say, I was like, what a week for Antonio Brown. Not the worst week I think he's had, which is saying something, but it's Antonio nope. Brown. Um, not his best week, but a pretty average week for Antonio Brown. Um, I mean, yeah, the guy's gone off his fucking rocker again. I think that's pretty much just a pretty good way to sum it up. I mean. Absolutely. Naked on the football field, running off, you know, uh, flipping off the fans, basically. Then he basically said, you know, that uh, Tom Brady was only his friend because he played football, even though I'm pretty sure he's living in Tom Brady's house. So uh, I think he was at first. I think he got his own house. Okay, down, yeah. Was. Tom Brady invited him into his yeah, house. Not sort of house guest, not, you know, that sort of uh, house, case, house yeah. guest pleasantry you'd be expecting. But um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I don't think he plays again in the NFL. I mean, he might. Because no, I didn't think he'd play again I after the like, Raiders, but fuck, I mean, he's certainly done yeah. enough that I, I don't think he sees an NFL football field again. Absolutely. I mean, I think uh, obviously there's two sides to every story, and obviously you never really know the whole story. Uh, Antonio Brown claims that he was hurt and that they were pushing him to play um, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and then obviously the team is saying, no, like that's not the case. They told him to go out there. He said, fuck you, basically. Uh, I'm out of here, um, and then takes off his shirt, uh, blah blah blah, and then. But then I think the worst part about it, like after that, maybe I can see another team giving him a desperate shot, like just like a last second. You know what? Whatever, we'll give you a shot. Kind of res- like the Seahawks yeah. with Josh Gordon, yeah, like so. just bringing someone in. But then at the same, but then for him to go on, first of all, I, I love that picture of him taking the Uber outside the game. Um, I think that's fucking. Yeah, hilarious. that shit was so fucking funny. Um. And then for him to like courtside at the basketball game the next night, uh, doing all these interviews, basically throwing his team under the bus um, and all this kind of shit. Like at that point now, no team wants him in the locker room now, right? Um, you can kind of make the case for it before, uh, whatever, just a bad day and this happens, whatever. But then for him to go on and do that, um, he's sort of just, I would say he's not really welcome in the locker room no. anymore. Uh, and that will keep him from playing another down in the NFL, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and um, yeah. I mean, honestly, do I believe that there's a possibility that he was injured? He told them, and they basically said, "Fuck it, you're going to play," and that they just jacked him full of you know painkillers. I believe that there's a hundred percent chance that that's the case. Could I also see from the Buck side when they said he didn't tell them? I could a hundred percent see that being the case. So it's really hard to know. I don't yeah. think we'll I'll probably ever know the full story because it's really just like he said, she said sort of situation. Um, yeah. 
what I think is probably more likely the case, because he was a he was, you know, very close to cashing in on three different incentives that would have paid about a million dollars. I think yeah. he was very upset at the lack of targets he had in the first half. I think he probably, you know, kind of threw a temper tantrum and ended up with this. Um, do I believe he was a bit a little bit injured? I definitely do. I think that maybe he was, you know, not in the best mood going into it because they probably forced him to play. And then when he was forced to play and didn't get the targets that he, you know, thought he deserved, then he probably freaked the fuck out. I think that's probably, yeah. you know, I think it's a bit of both. But just, I think, I think a poorly handled situation on all fronts. I don't think, you know, Antonio yeah. Brown is not 100% to blame. I don't think the Bucks are 100% to blame, but I think they both, you know, deserve a fair share of the blame. Um, yeah, just a really sad story because, man, like, remember him? Like, obviously, I know you, you know, you remember him on the Steelers probably much better than I did because yeah. the Dolphins and the Cowboys never really played them. But fuck, man, like, what a talent! What a the best the best wide receiver in football for probably two years. Uh, a guy that could have went to the Hall of Fame, that could have, you know, had a legendary career. And just kind of pissed it away, which is just, it's super sad to see. I, I really do think he needs like a lot of emotional and like, you know, mental help. And I hope that he does get that help that he, you know, that he deserves and that he needs. Um, yeah, I hope he seeks it out. But fuck, I just, it's just really sad. I mean, it's sad to see all these really talented guys just, you know, something kind of goes, goes wrong and they just kind of throw away their careers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, like, he terrorized that division. Uh, I mean, we're talking like he was, he led the league in catches for one year, I believe. Uh, led the league in receiving yards in two years. Uh, he was a like two-time All-Pro, uh, like six-time Pro Bowler. Uh, led the league in touchdown catches in another year or two. Like he was a phenomenal player, and I mean, I, I just gotta keep saying like shout out to Mike Mike Tomlin yeah. for dealing with guys like him, yeah. um, Bell, uh, Claypool. Um, Juju, like, like, what the hell, man? Like that, like this guy deserves Coach of the Year just for dealing with those guys and never having a losing season in fifteen years. Like, what the yeah, hell? Like, that's crazy. But listen, listen to this stretch of seasons: 2013, 1,499 yards; 2014, 1,698 yards; 2015, 1,834 yards; then 2016, 2017, 2018. His lowest receiving yards was 1,284. This guy's averaging thirteen hundred yards a season for like seven, like six seasons. Like what? Yeah. Like just yeah. ridiculous. Double digit touchdowns every year except twenty seventeen, where he had nine. Like he's got, you know, like he's got thirteen thousand career receiving yards, eighty three touchdowns. Um, you know, like he's just, and then he was returning touchdown. Like it's just like he was so good. He was a game changer. Like he was just an elite, elite receiver. And just to see it, you know, to see that kind of go to waste and how it's probably going to end just is, um, yeah, super sad. And yeah, I mean, Hey, like, like you said, shout out to Mike, to Mike uh, Tomlin. I mean, he's definitely a hall of famer for sure. hundred percent. I mean, 15 yeah, seasons, no absolutely. losing record, like and to deal with the bullshit that he deals with. And he's still dealing with like Claypool. I mean, Claypool's an idiot. Juju's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, Juju's probably gone after this season realistically, but um, yeah. 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 I mean, hey, at least Le'Veon Bell's still kicking around, right? He's still uh, somehow in the league, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know, man. Just just wild. It's just crazy to see how these organizations kind of turn around. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for him to not have a losing record in 15 years, I mean, that's like that's a Hall of Fame worthy on its own just there. Um, no. So, yeah, no, big uh, big ups to them for that. I mean, fuck the Steelers, but uh, big ups to them anyways. And the other um, thing I think we another... need to talk about is, uh, sorry to cut you off there, but uh, That's guess fine. who won last week? And guess who committed a felony last week? 
The Raiders. The Raiders. Dude, the Raiders. They committed a felony like, and they won. And so I think our dude, theory is like it's at this point it's just mathematically proven. I mean, it's like four. It's four weeks. Like this is. We. I think we were the first it's people. Getting it's getting scary. We, I think we were the probably the first people to point this out. I mean, it's just yes. it's, it's just a fact. They committed a felony. They came yeah. from behind. They beat the Colts. I mean, Jesse Pinkman, science. Bitch. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. I mean. <laughs> Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Marcus Mariota, you know, one of you has got to do something. I mean, you guys play tomorrow. You got a big game tomorrow against the Chargers. I mean, you got about 16 hours to commit a felony. So the clock's ticking, boys. I mean, get uh, yeah. get felonying. I mean, at this point, it could be anybody, though, right? Like, if I'm yep. the Raiders, I almost want to just sign a bunch of practice squad guys. Like, just sign randoms off the street, pay them $50,000, and say, hey, okay, like, Go out and commit a little minor felony because for some reason we win when we do this. So yeah, like exactly. It, it, I mean, I just mean, sit outside the Oakland jail. Just you know, grab someone as they come out Vegas. and just start the bag right. Oh god, yeah, Jesus, brain fart. Um, yeah, sit outside <laughs> the Vegas jail. Just grab them as they come out. Just have the te- you know that little fucking one week practice squad roster in your hand, and then send them on their way. And realistically, you know, half of them are going to commit a felony anyways. So just uh, you know, yeah. You'll be good to go, but um, yeah, I mean, I think we need to be NFL GMs at this point because I think if we ran the Raiders, I mean, we'd be undefeated or undefeated season, undefeated season in my eyes. I mean, I am the four-time back-to-back fantasy champion. Uh, let's just uh, let's just say that. I mean, there's just there's no one doing it like me. So uh, I think I put that on my resume. I mean, I did win the uh, the Super Bowl with Miami Dolphins and Madden uh, NFL 21. Uh, really bad team as well. So I, you know, I clearly know how to manage a team. So you know, I mean, when we had our connected franchise, I was like three times Super Bowl champion. In this that, is true. So. This is true. Yeah, I don't there think I ever won that. I think uh, no, I, think I, I got to the so final either. once, but Blair beat me. Yeah, it's uh, that yeah. was tough. Ah, the good um, old days. So speaking of dumpster fires here, I just want to bring up uh, something that just came across my uh, Twitter feed. Um, the Giants are not carrying a full 53-man roster into the final game of the season. And do you want to know why, Rick? I'm going to assume COVID. I didn't get that. Nope. They, uh, they do not have enough cap space to carry a full roster into the last game. Wait, what? The yes. Giants? The Who Giants, the hell are they paying? The Giants will not carry a full 53-man roster into tomorrow's game. They have $279,000 of cap space, uh, so they won't be able to do so. So they literally do not have enough cap space to bring a full 53-man roster into their game against Washington this week. Who are they paying? Like, who is on that team that's taking up all that cap space? Because there's no one good on that team. I don't don't understand it, dude. I don't get it. That's insane. That's fucking, that's, like, if you're running an NFL team, how the fuck do you run out of cap space? Like, I mean, they're basically saying, like, I've seen reports that Dave Gettleman's basically going to retire, quote-unquote, yeah, uh, yeah, after this that. season. I mean, 4-12, and 12, uh, it's your, I know it's your, what's that, his first year there, second year? I think second, yeah. I mean, I don't know, that team's a dumpster fire. And, Poverty franchise. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire, and, and no one's coming to put out the fire. So, um, yeah, I think it's time to, to wrap it up and, uh, and move on. But, hey, your boy Bill O'Brien is going to get an interview there. I did um, see that. I did. For the Jaguars head coaching I job. I saw that, which is just not surprising. I mean, the Jaguars are an absolute train yeah. wreck. I mean, Bill O'Brien was, you know, awful coach, awful GM. So, of course, they're going to bring him in. I mean, it can't be worse than Urban Meyer, right, realistically. Um, yeah. But, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think we talked about this last week, but yeah, Cowboys defensive coordinator declined the interview. Not even interested. He'd rather stay defensive coordinator of the Cowboys than take oh. a head coaching job. But they are gonna the they are gonna interview the Cowboys defensive coordinator Kellen Moore, um, who I think yeah. deserves. You know, he's a he was a former NFL quarterback. I think he deserves a shot. But um, ah man, if I'm a if I'm you know a head coaching candidate, I'm not touching that fucking job. I mean, even at like Trevor Lawrence played like shit this year. Um, yeah, there's like what's what's attracting you to that job other than the fact that you really want an NFL head coaching job, like. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's sort of like the challenge, right? A lot of these guys are just like the challenge motivated, right? They don't want to take an easy job. They want to go and take in like a, a team and turn it around, right? Uh, I mean, look at Brandon Staley on the Chargers. I mean, yeah, they had all the pieces there, and so he just kind of had to guide them together. That's true. This is true. But, I mean, like that team, like, fuck, how many, how many times did the special teams just blow it for them last week, right? Yeah. Or last season. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's sort of the challenge that kind of, I'm up to the task. I'm going to turn this, uh, this organization around. Uh, I mean, to be honest, maybe Bill O'Brien does a little bit better as just a head coach, not a head coach and a GM, yeah. uh, because clearly based on some of his trades, I don't think his GM skills are there. Yeah, um, no, I mean, the- I used to love the memes that, uh, people tried to make the same trades that Bill O'Brien did in Madden and Madden yeah. didn't even let it go through. Yeah, that DeAndre Hopkins uh, one, like Madden, you literally yeah. could not, even on easy, you could not get it to go through. Yeah. Yeah, worse. Or the David Johnson one as oh, well. God, like, yeah, I forgot about that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just brutal. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just as a head coach, he'll do a little bit better, a little less on his plate. But I think he was a fine coach. He's just a fucking awful GM. But to be fair, I mean, yeah. a coach shouldn't be a GM. That just shouldn't happen. They're two very different yeah. roles for very different people. So, yeah, but I mean, exactly. the Texans are another just complete joke of a franchise. <laughs> I think it's I think it's hilarious because I think like the NFL is the only like I can't think of another professional sports league where there's just so many franchises that have been so shit for so long. You know. Like the NFL just has these just like fucking poverty ass franchises that are so shit and they're just always so shit. And it doesn't matter, you know, how many dread like hockey doesn't really have that, like, you know, basketball doesn't really have that. Like it's it's just like the NFL is just a different breed, man, where it's just like some of these franchises are just perennial losers and they just they just yeah. suck. like Giants, the Browns, the Bears, the Texans, yeah. the Jets. The Jets. I mean, you know? yeah, there's there's a lot. The and Bills like, for the I, longest yeah. fucking time were just awful. Yeah, the Bills are just finally turning it around. Yeah. Like, um, it takes I mean, forever. Yeah, look to the NHL. Yeah. I mean, the Islanders, you could make the case for. But they've been good for, Columbus. like, the last few years. Like, you know? Yeah, Columbus had some good runs. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, Arizona, you could argue as well. Yeah, but um, even, like, you know, five to ten years ago, they were, like, they've been, obviously been on a decline for the last yeah. five years. But... Like I'm looking through, yeah, I'm looking through like you know hockey standings right now. Like the black, you know, there's teams at the bottom right now that were really good a couple of years ago. You know, like the Sharks, yeah. the Blackhawks, they were in like Stanley Cup Finals very recently. You know, like it's mm. the Ducks were awful last year. They're second place in the Pacific right now. Like it's, and then you go to the NFL and like you can basically pretty much predict every year who's going to be at the bottom. Like realistically, you know, the Jets, the yeah. Jaguars, and you know, the Broncos are probably going to be, you know basement dwellers along with the Texans and then you move over to the NFC, the Giants, you know, the Lions and the Panthers and the Falcons are gonna be just not good. It's just kinda yeah. you know, it's it's predictable and it's a little bit um yeah, a little bit weird. But I guess I guess it's because there's so many people on a football field, right? It's not like, you know, 
in, you know, like in basketball where you have realistically 10 people that hit the court. So if you get like a, you know, a first round pick, you know, you can inject a guy in there and that makes a big difference. There's 53 guys on the NFL roster. So one out of 53, is it going to be, you know, as big of a difference as one out of 10? Absolutely. Right. It goes, it goes to say like when people say that football is the ultimate team sport and like, you have to agree with it. Right. Um, I mean, like, like you said, right. If you look at hockey, you put Connor McDavid on your team, put him on the ice he's going to play well and he's going to bring that level of your team up, right? Um, if you add guys like Kawhi Leonard to the Raptors, like he brings yeah. that level up, right? Um, and he can take over. Like you can make a difference by yourself. But unfortunately in football, right, like you can have Patrick Mahomes. Like we're watching, I'm watching the Chiefs-Broncos game right now. Patrick Mahomes can only do so much on offense. Or Lamar Jackson. Like look at Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. That is like the perfect example. You have a uh, unanimous MVP quarterback. Uh, but when you don't have a good offensive line in front of them or your receivers are struggling, you can only do so much. When your defense isn't getting stops, when they're not getting turnovers, you can only do so much. Um, so it just it comes down to that. It's that ultimate team sport. It takes a lot more uh, to turn around an NFL franchise than it does to turn around a hockey team or a basketball team. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And that's why like drafting is so important because you have, you know, realistically, like – you got seven rounds yeah. in the NFL to find, you know, find some guys. So it's so important yeah. to make sure that you hit on those guys, especially those first rounders. And I think that's why teams who draft poorly. And I mean, I'm looking at my Miami Dolphins here. I mean, you know, we've tried to draft offensive line the last three years. We've pretty much just missed on all of these early round guys, and it's really hurt our offensive line. And so it's just why it's so so important to make sure you hit on those guys because you can really, you know just leave your franchise in a kind of perpetual state of just mediocrity if you don't, uh, you know, kind of address those needs. Absolutely. Or you do like the Rams strategy and basically don't trust yeah. the draft yeah. at all. Yeah. The Rams basically, I mean, that's, it's a valid strategy. I know we yeah. talked about this before on the pod, but like it's a valid strategy. I mean, trade away your picks, yeah. get proven talent and you're going to be competitive year after year. You might not win it. You're going to get close. You'll probably make the playoffs every yeah. year. But I mean, it, it's a strategy, right? And if you're if you're risking it, I mean, the Ravens are big uh, uh, comp pick uh, steals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they like letting guys go who they know are basically they're going to get like a second or a third rounder uh, in comp picks uh, in return. That that's a big part of their strategy as they as an organization. Um, so there's a lot of strategies, but yeah, I mean, if, if you got hit, you have to hit on those draft picks. You can't like. I, I almost want to say, like, talking about Baker Mayfield, like, oh, is that almost a miss? Honestly. I, I, like, I get he's hurt. I yeah. get he's hurt, but, like, he's just not playing well. But he played so like, good. I honestly, like, I, I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy. I have been since college. I think, you know, obviously he's been just complete shit this year. I actually, I think next year he's going to have, he's going to have a really good year. I think when he comes back healthy, he's going to have a really, really good year because he played so well last year. I mean, 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 95.9 quarterback rating, 3,500 yards. I mean, 62% completion percentage. Like, those are solid, solid numbers. When he, you know, yeah. I think they, that team needs to, you know, they need to bring in, I think they're missing, they're missing a receiver for sure. Uh, they're missing some up front on the offensive line. Um, I think a healthy Baker comes back and has a really big year next year, though. Um, yeah, like obviously very easy to you know write him off after this year. He had a fucking awful year, um, and really, but I think like if he's that injured, he shouldn't be playing. Obviously, the player is going to want to play. Like the player is not going to you know like no player is just going to want to rest, right? Like it's just in the blood. 
that's on like the coaching staff and the medical staff and just be like, he's hurting himself. He's hurting the team more than he is helping. And I think they would have won. And with it, so it's just with a team with a half decent backup, like case. Keenum, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not terrible. He's not a, a Mike white or anything like that. He wouldn't be worse but, than like, a fucking like the one fifth of Baker Mayfield they're getting right now. He wouldn't have been worse than that. Absolutely. It was like that meme I sent to our group chat there. I mean, Baker Mayfield has one more touchdown pass than uh, than Jameis Winston, yep. and Jameis Winston hasn't played since Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like, it's that's bonkers, dude. We're in, we're in January, and yep. like that's crazy. Yeah. So no, I I agree a hundred percent. It's uh, definitely a mismanagement situation there in Cleveland, which really sucks. Yeah. They had a really good year last year. I think they kind of turned that. You no, know, they definitely turned. Yeah. Like, they righted the ship a bit, but. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully Baker comes back healthy next year and he kind of, you know, silences all the critics. Um, just to what we were talking about before, so the Eagles just released their inactive list. So you've got Jalen Hurts, Darius Slay, Miles Sanders, you know, Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson, Josh Sweat. You know, basically most of their good starters are already been playing. They're completely yeah. inactive for this game. So, um, I mean, you know, thank you, Eagles. Definitely going to be an easy win for my boys, and that's going to help us with the playoff seeding. So uh, cheers for that. Appreciate you helping us out. And uh, enjoy your first-round exit next week, lads. Yeah. I mean, they've raised the total. The current total right now for this game is 45. So I'm wondering if I, I'm, uh, I, I think actually, I might just let it ride. Yeah, I actually think they're missing a lot on their defense. I actually think the Cowboys are going to are gonna like blow them out this game. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, maybe I'll let it ride. We'll yeah. see. see how Which should we uh, should we again. get into the picks? Absolutely. I mean, so let's start with obviously this game right now. Yeah. Um, I've got eleven fifty left in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs are down by one. Uh, Broncos have the ball here. That's a big first down. Um, I mean, what are you thinking here? I'm taking the Broncos just because I you already picked the Chiefs for your bet, so you, you're locked in with that. You can't change it now. So I'm getting a pick back here, and I'm taking the Broncos and also benefiting yeah. from the fact that we're in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I'm taking the Broncos. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, just just before we move forward, I'll go back. Last week I had 11 out of 16. You had 10 out of 16. What did I miss? Uh, I'm up on – I missed the Lions, right? uh, You missed – So you missed the Dolphins. You missed the Bills. Uh, you missed the Chiefs. You missed the Cowboys. You missed the Lions. Uh, you missed the Vikings. And we both missed the Browns. Um. You did beat me on the Saints. I had the Panthers. You had the Saints. Uh, I had the Seahawks. You had the Lions. Uh, and then I had the Packers. You had the Vikings. But that was your kind of catch-up pick. Um, so, yeah. So, we're sitting at uh, – sitting at. I'm at 65%. You're at 63 uh, And I'm up by four heading off the last week of the season here. Yeah, this week is going to be an absolute uh, – I'm pretty much taking every underdog. So, um, I don't have a choice. <laughs> so, yeah. It's going to be a lot of weird picks this week. Love it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. I think that they'll get this. Uh, I think that they'll probably hold this drive to a field goal here um, and then nice. uh, take it down themselves. So I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, to move on. All right, tonight's game, Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, Cowboys are four-point favorites and a total of 45. Yeah, I'm taking the – I'm taking the I, – like, I, of course I want to take the Eagles, but it's just not happening. Uh, they're yeah. completely missing, like, you know, I would say five of their top five players other than Devontae Smith. Um, they already have both obviously these teams both have playoff spots. You know, Dallas missed out on his chance for home field with loss to the Cardinals, which definitely sucks a lot because you know any team coming into that stadium, it's definitely an, an intense place to play. But um, yeah, I mean, with the Eagles missing that many guys, it's not happening. But I will take the over just because I think the Cowboys are going to run out the score in the first half. 
Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope that's. Uh, I think most of the Cowboys guys are playing at least for the first bit. So yeah. hopefully they'll uh, they'll turn it up a little bit here. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. I like them against the spread as well, but uh, I just took them on the money line because the value wasn't there. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, this is pretty much all divisional games, I'm pretty sure. This yeah, I, I love that because divisional games are usually overs. And, you know, we're big, obviously big yeah. fans of the overs here on the pod. So Big fans of the overs. Yeah. And they also, like, I think that they, it just changes a lot of playoff stuff, right? Yeah. Divisions that still haven't been A lot decided. of stuff left to, uh, you know, on the line for all these teams. Absolutely. Um, so, first game here, uh, Ravens and Steelers. The Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites, um, and you got a total of 41. Yeah, well, I mean, the the Ravens need this game. There's just – there's no yeah. – doesn't matter. This is, you know, it's kind of put-up-or-shut-up time. Don't think they're going to get yeah. it, though. I think that Big Ben, you know, he's ob- – Big Ben has a lot more riding on the line for him personally than the Ravens do as a team. Uh, this is his last game, probably. I mean, who the fuck's going to sign this guy? He's an absolute liability. Um, but this game, it doesn't matter who's playing. This game is always good. I mean, we saw last year when it was basically, you know, like the the fucking Baltimore Ravens practice squad against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was still a good game. These games are always good. These teams fucking hate each other. These cities hate each other. Um, I'm taking the Steelers just because I know you're taking the Ravens, and I have to be across from me on that one. Um, yeah. I think this game is going to be really close. I think it's going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to be a lot of scoring, but I do think the Steelers squeak it out. Yeah, um, I know we say our uh, our divisional games usually are uh, blowouts, but I think this game or high scoring. Uh, I think this game is going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a lot of punching each other in the mouth uh, and getting up and going. Um, I do think the Ravens win this game. I think they're going to ball out. Uh, Tyler Huntley getting back, having a full week of practice, um, yeah, getting a couple guys back. A lot of guys, a lot of guys are playing for incentives at this point. Oh, Melvin Gordon fumble. She's Fuck having off. a big. Oh, tell me. Okay, sorry, we have to watch this. Oh my god. That's like a 98-yard fumble, scoop and score touchdown. Actually, if that, yeah, if that stands, that's, dude, that's it. Let's go. That's huge. Oh, Melvin Gordon got hit in the backfield, fumbled it. I hope that stands. Um, but yeah, I think that the Ravens are going to come out and win this game. Guys playing for incentives. Uh, quite a few young guys. Tyler Huntley, free agent next year. Obviously, he's playing for uh, next maybe team. a job for himself somewhere yeah. else. Uh, but I mean, who knows? Hopefully, uh, hopefully he stays in Baltimore. He's been a half decent backup for us. Um, yeah, so I'm taking the Ravens. I'm going to take the under though because I think this game is going to be pretty low scoring. Um, divisional game, other AFC North: Bengals and Browns. Uh, Browns are six point favorites, and the bang and a total of 37. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I think the Browns definitely probably win this game just because I don't believe like Burrow or all you know most of those guys aren't playing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're all sitting. Yeah, so I think this game is going to be this game is going to be ugly. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, Baker Mayfield historically has really you know tormented the Bengals. I mean, he's kind of owned them in his career. I don't know if that's going to continue this week. Honestly, I could not tell you who the Bengals backup quarterback is. So just based off that, I'm going <laughs> to roll with the Browns. Um. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this. I don't really know who's going to be playing on the Bengals side of the ball, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're in that sort of we're in that weird stage. Oh, it's Brandon Allen is the. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's there. fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're kind of in this weird week, right? This is a tough week to gamble on. Um, there's really only a few games that matter that kind of have. Well, they all matter, but yeah, um, from a betting perspective, are, uh, there's not a lot of value this week. Absolutely right, and guys that are like teams that are really trying to make a difference, uh, resting the stars. I mean, the Browns are out of the playoffs. Bengals have already secured it, so they're not really playing anybody. Um, I am going to roll with the Browns 
Uh, I just think like that Bengals team resting all their starters is just not good enough. Uh, I mean, the Browns are pretty terrible, but uh, yeah. I just don't think that that's uh, enough. No. Um, all right, another great game here, Washington and uh, the New York Giants. Mm. Um, Washington, new football name, comes out on February 2nd, right before the Super Bowl. Um, I personally think that they're going to stick with football team. Um, I personally would love that. Um, I'm just going to find that picture that Blair sent us uh, with all the different options. They have to pick Armada. Armada is such a dope thing. So here are the options. The final candidates are Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Red Hawks, Commanders, Red Wolves, Defenders, and Football Team. See, myself personally, I would absolutely laugh my head off if after two years of being like, okay, we're just going to use the football team name temporarily, and we just decide, nah, we like it, and we're just going to roll with it. It's honestly um, not a terrible won't. name. I kind of like, I'm so used to it now, it kind of, it would be weird if yeah. they changed it. I think they, I think they will. Yeah. But like the Washington president sounds so stupid. Like the Washington yeah. commander, it just it sounds so dumb. Like Washington yeah. Armada is such a fucking sick name. Like if they don't change it to that, yeah. like they're they're just fucked. I wouldn't mind like the Red Hawks. I think that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Washington seven point favorites, total thirty seven and a half. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, both teams are just kind of playing out the season, right? They have absolutely nothing to gain. Yeah. They have everything to gain from losing. Um. Yeah, I don't even know if Joe Judge is you know is going to be back next year for the Giants. Um, and like the Giants have scored more than thirteen points one time in the last seven weeks. So it's just it's just oh pathetic. My Lord. I think they probably Hayden, come yeah, on. Yeah, I think they maybe Pick get team, fourteen this week. But yeah, Washington wins this one. Uh, I'll take the over. Uh, yeah, I mean this is just going to be an absolute fucking terrible game. Yeah, I mean these uh, we're going to get some pretty low totals this week. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I do believe that uh, an eight point, uh, or sorry, uh, thirty eight points is definitely manageable, um, especially against that awful Giants team, and they're not even going with a full roster tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, not a good sign. Um, all right, another game uh, again, basically irrelevant. Uh, neither of these teams have a chance. The Bears are kind of playing for a loss mm-hmm. here. Uh, Bears and Vikings. Vikings four point favorites. Total of forty four. Yeah, I mean, I think Kirk Cousins might be back this week from the COVID list. I'm not sure. Um, and I'm not sure who the Bears are going with. I think they could go Andy Dalton or Nick Foles. I'm not really sure what the vibe is for them. Um, and I think it's possible. This could be both Mike Zimmer and Matt Nagy's last game as coach of their respective teams. So um, I think so. I think it has to. I, uh, I mean, Matt Nagy, 100%. I don't think he stands a no, chance. No, no. Uh, but I mean, what is it called? Black Monday? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. He's he's so, out. Yeah. He's out for sure. Yeah, I mean, Mike Zimmer. His teams have been competitive year after year, um, and it's kind of like that yeah, all, just... all Swedish no finish. But yeah. it gets to a point where it's like, you know what? We talked about how many games they lost by one point, by one possession. Yeah, it it, it gets down to the point where you have to win those games. Yeah. Like it, it's not a. You can't just say, oh, well, we lost a close one. We lost a close one. It's like, you got to start winning those games. 100%. Um, so, I, like, as much as I like Mike Zimmer, I think he did an awesome job. Uh, I do believe that that's it for him in Minnesota. Yeah, no, 100%. That being said, uh, I'm going with the Bears to win this one. Um, yeah, again, you're going to hear this a lot today, but just because I'm pretty sure you're rolling with the Vikings. So, uh, I'm yeah. going on the side. Yeah, I mean, if you want to switch, I can go first, and you can kind of make your picks off. Yeah, of maybe that. let's maybe let's do uh, that because I'm real. I'm not awesome. going with my gut. I'm just going with whatever I think. You're probably yeah. not going to go. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Um, all right, cool. So yeah, I'm going to roll the Vikings here. I'm going to roll with, uh, I'd probably take an over just cause I think yeah, that these teams too. again, I think that's going to be a lot of overs this week with guys resting and teams, guys auditioning. Uh, so I think they're going to kind of ball out here, kind of making plays for either incentives, uh, or new contract. Um, all right, next game, Titans and Texans. Um, I'm rolling with the Titans, uh, very easily. Uh, they're 10-point favorites and a total of 42. Um, Titans loss and Chiefs winning this game means the Chiefs get that first round by uh, and home field advantage for the playoffs. Um, so the Titans are going to have to play. Uh, they need to. Um, I think the Titans are going to win this one. I think Houston – I mean, Houston's upset a bunch of teams, but uh, I got to roll the Titans here. I think that they'll uh, – I think they cover that spread actually too. Uh, I even like the Titans on the spread. But, yeah, I'm going to roll the Titans – and I'm going to roll the over because that Houston offense has looked uh, decent lately. Uh, they've uh, they've been able to put up a few points. Yeah, I'm actually I'm going to roll the Titans too, just because I do need some you know kind of safe ones. Even though the Texans, <laughs> you can't go yeah, down. By I that can't you know I can't go too crazy this week. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the Titans. I think they need to win this one to get the number one seed. So they're going to be all in, kind of you know poker chips all in the middle. Um, and you know the Texans won the first meeting twenty two thirteen. So this is not going to be a team the Titans you know take lightly. I think they did that earlier in the year and they got a little bit embarrassed. Uh, I'm going to take the over two, but I do think the Titans win this one. I just can't see them losing to that team two times in one year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so this is our biggest uh, uh, spread of the weekend: uh, Colts and Jags. Uh, Colts. Mm. I do not believe I've locked up a playoff spot yet. I think that they're still in the hunt. Like they have, they're in one right now. I think they yeah. they can lose and have some other things happen, but a win gets them in. Um, I think that they're going to lean on Jonathan Taylor uh, and feed him the ball all game. Uh, and I think that they absolutely just destroy that Jacksonville team. Um, so I'm rolling with the Colts, and I'm going to roll with the over 44. Yeah, I have to agree with you on both of those. I mean, yeah, the Colts do need to win to get in. Jacksonville's, you know, clearly all, all, you know, their sights are set on next season already. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a huge day. Um, the Jacksonville run defense has allowed 227 rushing yards per game in its last two losses, which is, you know, that's just an absurd amount of yards. I think Taylor... Jonathan Taylor gets out in the first half. Yeah, I think, I'm not sure. I believe, sorry, I'm just going to pull up the stats here. What is he sitting at for the season? He's sitting at 1,734 yards. So I don't think he's going to, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to get to 2,000 but I think they're going to give him a fucking shot to get it because realistically that's 260 yards, and I could definitely see him doing that. If there's one guy in the league right now that's going to do that, it's going to be JT. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of one of those tough things, right, where guys want to go for those records, but, like, say he breaks off, like, two 80-yard touchdown runs and he's at 160. It's like, if you're up by double digits, like, is it time to pull him? Like, you know you're winning this game. You kind of want to save him for your playoff run, which is more important, right? Yeah, 100%. But also, you know, if a guy's got a shot, shot at a 2K, you know, 2K season, I mean, yeah, I know what I said. But uh, <laughs> uh, hope it just escaped by that one. It. But uh, yeah, <laughs> nice try. Um, uh, all right. Uh, Packers Lions. Uh, Packers are not playing uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jordan Love is starting. Um, I saw a really interesting article. Um, about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how true it is. It's just rumors. Mm, I saw the uh, but same basically one. Basically, he's, yeah, I said it to you, right? He said, he basically said that 
there's sources are saying that if he if they make the Super Bowl, if the Packers make the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers will step out and not play in the Super Bowl to make a point unless the NFL changes their COVID protocols on testing non-vaccinated players. Um, uh, the source so basically stupid. said that apparently he apparently he told Jordan Love like if we make the Super Bowl like be ready is what he said to him. So so, so I think that that yeah that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, can you imagine like you've won a Super Bowl once, like you get you get to the dance a second time, which most people don't even get there once, let alone twice, yeah. and you're just going to sit out to make a point? Yeah, no, it's so so stupid, and it's just the latest, you know kind of string of stupidity that's come from him. Um, I don't knock, you know, the kind of the, the play um, and, uh, um, you know, obviously I think he's the MVP of the league this year. I think that goes without saying, but at the same time, we always talk about this football is the ultimate team sport. If you're not in, like if you're that against vaccination to like, you know, help your team win, then you don't care enough about winning. I mean, obviously I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means, you know, I've got I've got all my you know COVID shots. Um, <laughs> but even if I was, I don't give a like. If I have a chance to win a fucking Super Bowl, if I'm a player in the NFL, that's your goal. Like that's yeah. like I remember as a kid, like I wanted to fucking play in the NFL. I wanted to win a Super Bowl. Obviously, never going to fucking happen. But I had that dream. <laughs> you have that opportunity. Yeah. You millions and millions and millions of kids just grow up wanting that fucking chance. And you have that ah. chance, and you're going to throw it away all because of some fucking stupid bullshit on vaccinations. Like, yeah. it's just, it's selfish, it's dumb, and I just, like, I just, if I was his teammate, like, I'd just be like, bro, like, you're hurting us, you're ruining our chances at winning a Super Bowl, all because of some, you know, you want to take a stand. Like, just shut the fuck yeah. up and get your vaccine. Like, I just, I have no patience for that kind of stuff, because it's just, like, it's the ultimate form of selfishness, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I mean, going off what you said about him being an MVP favorite, um, one of the guys, I don't, I don't know, I didn't really understand it, if he is one of the voters for MVP, yeah. or if he just said this. No, he is. Um, he, he is. Just said, okay, so he is a voter. He basically said that he will not vote for Aaron Rodgers um, for the strict fact of, like, he's just, he's not a team player. I mean, he's being an asshole, basically, to his team. Um, so it's like, it's, it's hard, right? And he's basically yeah. being an asshole, so he says, well... I'm not voting for you because you're just going to be an asshole uh, and you're not being a valuable member to your team because of that. Right. Which is an interesting stance to take. It's fair though. Like it is fair. He's the most, what the guy said was right. And the guy said, he's the most valuable per player on the field, but he's not the most valuable player off the field, which impacts your on the field availability. So if, if he sits, I can't like, if he sit like, oh, that would it would just be it would be shocking, and I know Aaron Rodgers, he's just like a different sort of guy. I just I yeah. can't see him doing that. I can't see him feeling like that, you know, like especially because they're gonna let him play. Like it's not like they're not gonna let him play. Like it's like it's like, dude, like do you really feel the need to take a stand and make a point that much that you're gonna miss out on winning a Super Bowl with your teammates when you've been working for this? Like some of them, some of these people have worked for this for their entire careers. They haven't won. And they have a chance, and your best player yeah. is just going to sit out on you. Like, how do you? Yeah. Do you think the NFL is going to like not call you on your bluff? Right. Like, it's it's basically what it is, right? I mean, he's basically saying, like, yeah, I'm not going to play unless you change the rules. Like, the NFL is going to say, well, fine, don't play. 
They don't give a fuck. Care. It's the Super Bowl. People are going to tune in regardless. It doesn't matter if me yeah. and you were starting at quarterback. In fact, more people might tune in. Like yeah, it doesn't. More people might tune it in. It doesn't were. fucking matter. Like it's the biggest yeah. sporting event of the entire year. They Absolutely. don't care. They literally yeah. like people don't care. People like you get together with your buddies and hang out. You drink some beers. It's because it's the Super Bowl. It's, it's a social event for a lot of people. It doesn't. They don't care what they're yeah. playing. Like realistically, only two sets of fans are happy with who's there. The rest of the people still watch the game. Like it's like you know, yeah. like I mean, people tune in that aren't people tune in that aren't even like football fans. It's just sort of like yeah, like, oh yeah, the Super Bowl's on today. We'll watch it. Right? Yeah, my girlfriend fucking watches. She doesn't give a shit about football. Like you know, my mom watches. My mom you know doesn't watch any football with us the entire year, but she'll watch football you know on the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Like it's. I mean, you know, it, it's crazy. I mean, I saw a stat. I think I sent it to the group. I might not have, um, but I saw a stat that basically just said like. The top 100 most watched US TV broadcasts from 2021, 75 of the top 100 are NFL games. Yeah. And there's like NBA, NHL, MLB are zero. They do not have a single top top 100 most watched broadcast. Yeah. It's it's just insane. Yeah, no, I I definitely I, I see that 100%. Um yeah, it it really is a, is complete insanity. Um, it's just, it's selfishness to the utmost. And I, I really don't think you would actually do it. I think, you know, I think I would, I would love to think that it's just, you know, kind of bullshit PR stuff, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I think they actually do have a really good shot of making the Super Bowl. Um, so definitely going to be something to monitor. And I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously like Aaron Rodgers, he's a fun guy to watch play. So it would really suck if you see them get there and have him not do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, anything can happen, right? Uh, so I'm going to take the Packers to win this game um, just because it, it scares me because the Lions have actually shown some grit lately. Uh, they've kept themselves in some games, but I still think it won't be enough. Um, I'm going to take the Packers to win this one, uh, even with Jordan Love. He's got one game now. Uh, hopefully it's uh, not like the last one. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully he's able to play a little bit better. I'm going to roll with the Packers. I'm going to roll with the over. Oh my god. Well, it's come time of the week where I have to pick the fucking Lions again. Um, <laughs> it's like three weeks in a row. Oh my god. Uh it's just it's it's the worst part of my week. Um yeah, I'm going with the Lions again. Again, the same theme, just because you went with the Packers. This is my this is my best value shot right here. This is my best shot to get a fucking one over you. Um so I I gotta do it. I gotta take that, you know, plus five hundred odds and run with them. <laughs> all right i love to see it uh i mean maybe you're turning into a lions fan dude uh, i i think it's uh, yeah I've, i'm turning into whoever the fuck is not supposed to win fan it's just uh, yeah, i gotta take true. these you know I'm, I'm chasing units here i'm chasing these fucking odds so i'm just if, if you got like you know if they're like you know plus 500 or better it's a pretty good shot that i'm uh, i'm gonna be you know putting putting the house on them yeah um, all right, another divisional game. Sorry, this is actually our biggest spread of the week. Uh, the Bills and Jets. Mm. Uh, Bills need this win. They're at home. They're 16-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Total of 40 and a half. Uh, Bills are balling out. Uh, they, they have to. They need to. they got to win. Keep that high uh, high spot. Um, and I believe keep the division away from the Patriots. I yep. believe that that's uh, they need a win still to a possibility, right? Yeah, the yeah, Patriots are 10 and 6. they got the same record. They need um, a win so, yeah. to clinch. And yeah. Yeah. I'm taking the Bills. Um, not really much more to say. The Jets are one of the worst teams in football. 
Uh, it's time to start looking to the draft. You got two picks in the top five or top eight, probably. Uh, so yeah, Bills, uh, and I'm going to roll with the over. I think that the Bills just light them up in the first half. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I don't feel comfortable enough deviating on this one. Um, yeah, not a lot to say. I don't think the Bills are covering that spread. That is a lot of points even against yeah. the Jets. Well, Jets team, which hung around against the Bucks, they should have won that game. You know, they 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 Jets. Um, they you know they let the Bucks win that one. Josh Allen in his career four and two as a starter against the Jets, but he's only five tutties, five interceptions. So it hasn't been you know great. It's just been by virtue of the fact that the Jets are fucking awful. Um, I think this game is close. I think it's probably like a 31-20. Uh, I think the Jets have absolutely, you know, they're just playing to play, right? Which is sometimes the most liberating thing when you can just play to play. You know, there's no pressure. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Jets will keep this one a lot closer. I think, you know, the public is probably hammering the Bills a bit too hard, which is why the spread is, you know, <laughs> as as big as it is. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the the, yeah, the Jets have no chance in Halloween in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, our next game here, again, divisional all week. Um, Saints and Falcons. Uh, Saints are at home. Uh, game basically means nothing. The Saints need the win to obviously uh, have a shot at the playoffs. Yep. Um, I am in a roll with them. I don't even know who's starting a quarterback. I believe it's, it's Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. It's Taysom Hill. Yeah. Taysom Hill. Uh, it's not Ian Book. Thank fucking God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do have to roll with the Saints for this one. Um, I think this game is low scoring, so I'm going to roll with an under. Uh, but yeah, I do believe that the Saints will do enough to get through the Falcons, who um, are kind of in a rebuild themselves, and yep. maybe it's the end of Matt Ryan, and who knows, right? Yeah, I'm actually going to go the other way. Um, so obviously, yeah, the Saints need to win. And if the, if the Saints win, the 49ers lose, and they kind of, you know, they fall in that back door into the postseason there. Um, there was an ugly victory for them last week against the Panthers. Ugly, ugly game, not very, you know, pleasing on the eyes, but they found a way to get it done. But this week is not going to be that kind of them. The Falcons have absolutely nothing to lose. They're just playing to play. And I think this is a game which they come out on top. All right. I'm, I'm not sure. You're, you're at six. Or sorry, you're at five uh, five different picks than me. Uh, so I'm doing what I need to do. Good. I'm doing the things I need to do to get the work done. Absolutely. Uh, next game here, Bucks and Panthers. Mm. Um, Bucks are eight and a half point favorites and a total of 41 and a half. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bucks. Um, they looked awful in that first part against the Jets last week. Uh, they looked awful. So I'm really hoping that they're able to kind of play a little bit better uh, and not just uh, have to play from behind. Uh, obviously with the Antonio Brown uh, drama, and I guess you can say the end of the saga for now. Mm. Um, I do think that they'll have a pretty good time against the Panthers. Um, Matt Rule, Panthers announced that they're going to bring back Matt yep. Rule. Yep. Uh, second year there, so he's going to come back for another season. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling with the Bucks. I'm going to roll with the over 41 and a half. Yeah, the thing I, I think it's it's hard because we have no idea who's going to be playing for the Bucks because they've you know, you know, yeah, playoff seating. I don't think Brady gives a sh- complete shit about that. I mean, I think they pretty much think they're going to roll into the Super Bowl anyways. So I wouldn't be surprised if Brady sits. So I think for me, I'm still going to take the Bucks just because the Panthers are atrocious. Uh, but I think this game is going to be really close. I don't think the Bucks cover the eight-point spread. I think this game is probably comes down to like a field goal. So I will take the Bucks and then take the over. But yeah, this spread is just it's too many points. Yeah. Um, all right, we got four games left. Uh, Rams and 49ers. Mm. Uh, Rams three and a half point favorites. Total forty-four and a half. Um, obviously, the Rams are still fighting for that division. Yeah. Uh, I believe the Cardinals can still take it from them. 
Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams. The 49ers been playing really well though. Um, so I'm not super comfortable on this pick, but I am gonna roll with the Rams um, just because they have been playing. Uh, they've been playing well. They've won five straight now uh, after coming off those three losses in November. So yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Rams, um, and I'm gonna take the over 44 and a half. Actually, gonna take the 49ers. I think that the 49ers need this game a little bit more than the Rams do. They need, you know, if they don't win this game, they don't control their own destiny, and no team ever wants to be in that position. So I think it's going to be a really, really close game. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be an over, but the 49ers are taking this one. All right. All right. We're getting some different picks in here. This is, uh, this is good. Um, all right. Uh, Pats, Dolphins. Uh, obviously, the Pats need this game. Dolphins are already out. Yep. Um, Pats, six-point favorites, total of 40. I got a lot of low totals this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I am going to roll with the Pats. Uh, I don't trust your boys. Uh, even though they're playing, like uh, obviously they're going to play, play, try and play spoiler, uh, but I don't trust your boys at all. Um, so I am going to roll with the Patriots here. Uh, I like this game to be pretty high scoring, so I'm going to roll over forty. Yeah, I'm taking the over too. I'm taking the Dolphins, I and mean, the Dolphins always beat the Patriots in January and December. It just it always happens for some reason. We have their number. We never get them early in the season. But we always beat them. Like you know, it's, I find that we always play play them the last week of the year, and it's yeah. usually in December. We always beat them, and that trend is going to continue. There's just some for some reason, and especially because it's in Miami. They're coming into Hard Rock. It's not like we have to go into Foxborough. So I'm taking my boys to finish off the season on a you know plus percentage. Uh, we don't want a losing season. We want to end the season on a good note and uh, get off you know in next year to a good way. So yeah, we're going to win this one. Finish season nine and eight. Okay. All right. All right. I guess there is no more finishing 500, right? Uh, with nope. uh, it's either win or loss, extra there's game. nothing. Yeah, the, yeah. So it's uh, it's for all the marbles. You got you got to come out with a winning season. You just have to. Yeah, Chiefs fans probably not too happy. I just saw Travis Kelsey limp off the field. Yeah, uh, that's not great. Not a he good still sign. has his helmet, which is a good sign. But uh, all right, our last game of the afternoon slot: uh, Seahawks and Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals five and a half point favorites. Total of forty eight. So pretty high scoring total this week. Um, I'm going to roll with the Cardinals. Uh, they, again, they need this game. They're trying to keep this division going. Uh, obviously, they're playing at the same time as the Rams and 49ers, so I'm sure they're going to be checking that quite a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Cardinals here. Uh, the Seahawks have played spoiler, but they just haven't really looked good. Uh, it might be the end of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll in Seattle. Uh, so who knows? Um, but, yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals. Um, I'm going to take the under, though. I don't think this game gets that high scoring. I don't think they hit 48. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going Cardinals and under. I think it's going to be over. I do agree the Cardinals are going to win. I think this game is going to be very, very close. Um, Arizona needs a lot of help to win the NFC West. So the more likely scenario for them is that they're going to be playing on the road in the playoffs. Um, but they've got a shot. They've got a shot at home field. And I think, you know, any team that has something to play for this week, uh, is just going to you know want it a bit more than teams like the Seahawks who have absolutely nothing to play for except for draft position. Yeah. Um, all right, our last game. I mean, the NFL flexed this game to uh, to Sunday night here because mm-hmm. uh, it has the most sort of playoff implications. It's basically a win and you're in. Um, unless what was that one? If the Dolphins lost. Oh yeah, hold on. That's the one I sent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let me let me. Uh, so there's a bit of a pull weird, this up. bit of a weird situation here. Um, if, I'm not sure which game it is. Rick's going to find that out. But basically, if there's another team that loses earlier in the day, um, okay. So the chart. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, got I'll it. Let you go. So the Colts play the Jaguars. 
The Chargers play the Raiders. The winner of that game goes to the playoffs and the loser gets eliminated. But if the Jaguars beats the Colts, the Jaguars beat the Colts, the Chargers and Raiders could then both get into the playoffs with a tie. Meaning Sunday night, both teams could simply agree to end their game in a tie and both automatically would make the playoffs. You might ask, how on earth would the Colts lose to the Jaguars in the first place? Keep in mind, the Colts haven't won a single game in Jacksonville since 2014. Wow. I mean, that's... Uh, that, I, I'm surprised the NFL didn't think of that when they looked towards sort of their uh, their schedule, which game they could choose to flex. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you flex the Rams 49ers instead, like knowing that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're the Chargers and Raiders, like, do you do that? Do you sort of have like one of those like sneaky little deflate gate conversations and go in there and say, hey, uh, I'll play for a tie if you play for a tie. Right. I mean, wh- what do you do? Can we uh, can we have a lightning delay in an indoor stadium <laughs> like the, uh, the Raiders had earlier? Yeah, right. Um, I mean, when John Gruden was still there, I mean, do, like, what do you do? If you're the Chargers and Raiders, like, if you're the other head coach and I'm on the sideline, are you going to come to me and say, hey, let's tie. Let's both get into this. I mean, if that – like, if I'm a coach, I mean, I'm you're boosting your playoff percentages from 50% to 100%. Why would you not yeah. do that? I mean, why would you not, you know, just – What if the other guy screws you, though? What if the other yeah. guy screws you? You tie the game. You go to overtime. The other team's driving. They're going to play – the play is basically uh, to intentionally miss a field goal with, like, five seconds yeah. left. Uh, to, to end in a tie, Possible. and the kicker puts it through and says, fuck you, see you guys later. Like, Does that now instantly become the best rivalry in the NFL? Oh, you, it, it would 100% be. It would be the funniest thing so, ever. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like you and I playing Madden. Literally, basically. literally. It's something I would do, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's hilarious. I mean, this just the stuff that happens in the NFL is just unlike any other sport. Like, no other sport has these yeah. like sort of storylines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm back in the Chargers here. Um, they are three point favorites. You got a total of forty eight and a half. Um, but I ju- I, th- I think the Chargers have just been playing much better football uh, than the Raiders have. I mean, obviously the Raiders coming off that win over the Colts last week. Uh, but I do think that the Chargers are going to squeak this one out. I think this game's close. Uh, I think this is a one point game. I do not like that Chargers spread of three. I think this is a one point game or a two point game. Uh, very, very close. Comes down to a last-minute field goal. Uh, but yeah, I'm rolling with the. I'm gonna roll with the Chargers, and I'm gonna roll with the over because I do think it'll be high scoring. I agree with everything that you said except the team that's gonna win. The oh. Raiders are gonna pay the ultimate respect to John Madden. They're gonna squeak out the victory and get into the playoffs. The Chargers. I mean, they're the they're the Chargers are the Chargers. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, which isn't very far because they're all pretty big guys. So, um, yeah, they're just it, the Chargers of the Chargers, and you know yeah. the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are getting the Raiders have had a hell of a fucking year, and I just I you know I wouldn't be surprised to end with a playoff berth because that's just the league that we you know that we watch. It's teams like that get into the playoffs. So, yeah, the, I, I have to do this because the Broncos just lost as well. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down by even more now. So I just I, I'm basically just you know. We're, we're just throwing up, you know, fourth and 50 Hail Marys with, uh, you know, two seconds left at this point. So so we do have one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight different picks. Um, you're only down <sighs> by, what did we say, it's four, but now you're down, down by five. five. So you have seven picks to get five of them right. Yeah. So, yeah, not 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 good odds. I'm not loving the odds, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's basically, I'm either, yeah, I'm either going to have, you know, the craziest fucking comeback ever, or I'm just going to get yeah. absolutely obliterated in the season record and be down by 12. So it's either, it's, it's either, it's go big or go home. There's no, uh, absolutely. No and then we'll get going for playoffs again. I mean, yeah. we'll keep it rolling. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm very excited. We got an extra long playoff weekend next weekend. The game starts two Saturday, games on Sunday, one game Monday. Yeah, you love uh, to see that. So, Absolutely love three days of football in a row, uh, and we've so, got yeah. forty-five minutes till the next game, which is—I uh, mean, now that the Eagles are resting everyone, I'm—I'm I'm very excited for this game. I was already excited, but uh, you know, yeah. anytime where I get to see you know the the, the Cowboys just lay a beating on the Eagles, it's a good week for me. So um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I mean, best of luck. I mean, we were yeah. even for so long. You've kind of you've yeah, it, you've you've kind of edged ahead, but. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, when my back's against the wall, when I'm forced into a corner, it's when I, uh, you know, it's when I do my best work. So uh, just right. don't, don't be surprised when I'm the champ again, uh, you know, okay. Sunday night. Okay, quick little side note, because I know we're way over our time here. Who do you have winning the Natty, Bama or Georgia? <sighs> you just can't bet against Nick Saban. You just don't do it. You never yeah, bet absolutely. against Nick Saban. So it's got to be Bama. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. They fucking beat the shit out of them a few weeks ago too. So yeah, uh, yeah. You just you never bet against Nick Saban. That's my one rule in college football. You just you don't bet against <laughs> Nick Saban. And I'm not yeah. going to start doing that this week. So yeah, I'm taking Bama to win. Uh, I cooked up a sneaky little parlay. I, got, I think Bama over, and I don't remember what else I had. I think oh, I think I took Ooh. Bama money line uh, over. I think 13 and a half first quarter. And then Ooh. over 43 and a half, I think, was the line. I'm not, I don't remember. But, yeah. uh, Ooh, you got to send me that. You yeah, I will. That. I will. I will. But uh, um, All right, man. All right, brother. I'll catch you later. Best of luck this week. Yeah. Not actually, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back next week with a season recap. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think All we're right. going to try and get a guest on the pod next week. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll have, we'll have a guest next week. We'll do a season recap. And, uh, yeah, it'll be lots of fun. So we'll catch you next week, Sounds boys. Good. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Later. Cheers.